0: Frozen Water, it is Sunday, the leaf wang from town, Stephen Claws. Um, this was a great episode. All of your episodes are great. Thank you so much for giving me shoutouts and, um, doing bonus episodes and stuff, because I know I came up with some ideas for that. Um, I'm so glad that you got 50 plays. That's amazing. Um, and not sure how many followers, because you didn't say that but I would like to know how many followers you have I have only like 30 um but I'm trying to make it to 50 because then I can do better stuff um you might not be able to voice message me because I'm still trying to fix the link so I'm really sorry but anyway I really enjoy your podcast and I can't wait to see more episodes Hello everybody, this is my third recording today. Um, I'm reading chapter 9 of Wings of Fire. Hope you enjoy. There's a special someone on my podcast today. You just have to listen to the full thing to find out who it is. But it's a podcast that I've mentioned before. So let's get started. Chapter 9, Wings of Fire, the Dragonet Prophecy Book, Part 1. Not chapter one. Clay had flown before. Short hops around the cave, dodging the sled tights and flopping in circles. But that was nothing. Nothing compared to this. Everything was so big. The sky was everywhere. everywhere. It just went on and on and on. Like nothing could ever fill it up. It was a night, but the light of the three moons was dazzling after a lifetime in caves and sputtering torches. Craggy mountain peaks bit into the sky all around him. In the distance, he thought he saw a glimmer of sea and stars. Give me one second, I gotta close my door. Pardon that. Interruption, but I just didn't want to have background noise. Clay had thought he knew stars from gazing out of the sky hole. He'd never known how many there were or how they looked like a silver net across the dark. He felt like he could keep flying up and up forever, all the way to the moons. Wondered if any dragon had tried to do that. This is what we've been missing this all this time. No? Okay. Thank you for still listening. Wait, what? Okay, never mind. My phone had turned off. He'd never known. Oh, wait, I read that. This is what we've been missing, all this time. Even the sharp lines of pain between his scales couldn't take away his excitement. Can you believe this, he called, spinning in the air. Tsunami, isn't it amazing? There's no answer. Clay lashed his tail to stop spinning and hovered. His eyes darted around the sky. He couldn't see Tsunami anywhere. She wouldn't have flown off without him, would she? Maybe she'd seen the faraway sea. Maybe she saw her home and couldn't resist. Clay knew she wouldn't abandon her friends, but he also knew how desperately she wanted to return to the ocean. He glanced down toward the horizon and spotted her far below him, flapping in a frantic downward spiral. Something was wrong. It looked like only one of her wings was working. Clay twisted into a dive and barreled toward her. He tucked his wings close to his body, fighting back the terror as he plummeted. Wind whistled past his face. Wind. He imagined it all wrong. It was like a... Live? It was like a live thing, grabbing his tail and throwing him off balance whisking whisking in his eyes to blind him flaring under his wings to slow him down it seemed to dig ice cool, sharp claws into his skin slicing under stale, scale st- scale scales not stales the waterfall and the cliff shot past a lightning at lightning speed He was falling too fast. The ground hurtled toward him. Shadows and moonlight mixed into shapes. He'd never seen and couldn't understand. He had no idea how far away it was or how soon he'd reach it. He'd never dealt with distance like this before. Would he be able to stop? Would it hurt when he did? But he could see tsunami below him, still struggling so he knew that She hadn't hit the bottom yet and that made him braver. He fell and fell and fell. She got closer and closer until Clay passed her and instantly flared his wings open. His body slammed upright like he'd run into a wall. And then a moment later, he was whammed again, this time by a heavy ceiling laying on him from above. He tumbled, nearly losing Tsunami over his head But they caught on to each other with their talons and held tight. With her claws wrapped fiercely around his neck, Clay battled to stay aloft, beating his wings in wide arcs. He wasn't strong enough to lift her, but at least he could slow down her fall. Stormy let out a yelp, and then Clay felt something like Cause snagged his wings and tails, and tail, not tails. They lost, they lost their hold on each other, as they fell through the trees, smashing branches and ripping off leaves before they, thudded to earth. It took Clay a moment before he could breathe again. Tsunami's tail was flopped across his snout. He pushed it aside and sat up, creaking with pain. Tsunami rolled over onto her back, letting her wings flop out on either side. Close up. Close up, Clay could see that he was right. One of her azure blue wings was croaked, as if it had been wrenched out of her shoulder. He touched it with one claw, and they they both winced. What happened? Clay asked. Getting out of the chains, Tsunami said. I think I dislocated it. And you came after me anyway, Clay said, appalled. Why didn't you tell me you were hurt? She shrugged and winced again. It didn't hurt so much in the river once I tried to fly. Dirt, Clay yelled suddenly. I'm standing on dirt. He stabbed his claws into the ground and they sank right into the earth. A thrill ran. Through him from snout to tail. Sami sat up to look at him. Yay, she said. It's amazing he cried. Feel how soft it is. He seized a handful of dirt and flung it at her. Hey, quit that Hey, quit that she protested, protested defending herself with her good wing. Clay flat flat fattened flattened himself to the grass, feeling the warm earth crumble around his legs and clump against his scales. Sense of green and brown and buried sunshine overwhelmed him. It was nothing like the hard, cold, bare rock under the mountain. The ground here was welcoming and full of life. A a worm burrowed past his nose and he snapped it up. Well, now we're even," tsunami said. "I saved you. You saved." "I hear the river!" I hear the river!" Clay cried, jumping up and shaking himself. Tsunami dunked, dunked, dunked. Sorry, I'm mispronouncing a lot of things. Ducked the shower of dirt and flew off him. River plus dirt means mud. River. Plus dirt means mud. He spun around and raced into the trees toward the sound of the bubbling water. Snami found him rolling blissfully into the muddy banks of the river. I don't think most dragons get this excited about being so dirty, she said. Really? Weirdly? I bet my kind do, Clay said, ignoring her sarcasm. I've never been this warm in my whole life. For the first time, his claws didn't ache, his scales didn't itch, his wings didn't feel too dry. He wasn't worried about stubbing his talons every other step. He felt the mud squelch in between the gaps between his scales and realized that the pain from the cave poison was fading, as if the mud was healing him. He sighed. He sighed happily, squishing himself farther down into the damp river bank. River bank. Wow, Tsunami said. She stuck her front talons into the river. Excuse me, sorry. We're not even at the mud wing swamps yet. I wonder if I'll be this excited when I get to the sea. You will, Clay said. suddenly feeling certain and brave and confident. And when you can fly, can we just fix? And when you can fly, can we fix your wing? He tilted his head, studying her injury. The waterfall poured down a cliff that towered over them, with even higher mountains beyond. The three moons were low in the sky. Clay guessed it would be morning soon, and they could look for the smoke signal that would lead to their friends. But Tsunami couldn't fly, she'd been stuck down here, easily pickings. She'd be stuck down here, easy pickings for any hostile dragons flying by. Clay glanced up at the sky, remembering that they'd pop out popped out into a world at war. It seems so peaceful here from the way the big dragons talked. He imagined the entire world was a giant was a giant battlefield. It was strange to be in a quiet clearing No sights or sounds of war or even other dragons anywhere nearby. But he knew that the towns of peace and the other extension, and by the extension, the dragonettes had enemies everywhere. The three salmon queens distrusted the prophecy and would kill anyone who got into their way. And there was a whole list of dragons who might do terrible things to the dragonettes of destiny if they had ever found them tsunami twisted to look at her dislocated wing i'm sure i can fix it she said i saw the scroll once it just needs to be banged back into place maybe if i run myself into a tree tree she glanced around the forest then suddenly charged at the nearest solid tree trunk Clay leaped out of the mud and pounced on her tail, yanking her back before she crashed. Ow! Tsunami stormed. Get off! I can fix it! This will work! She snapped her teeth at him. Stop being a grumpy skywink. Smashing yourself into a tree is a terrible plan, Clay said. Can I look at it? Tsunami settled on the grass, grumbling with her wings spread out. Clay circled her and then stood back and looked at the uneven lining of her wings and shoulders. If you can stay still, he said, I think I can shove it back into place. Is that a good idea? Tsunami asked, flinching away from him. Better than running into a tree, he pointed out. Dig your claws in and brace yourself. Tsunami clutched the ground and closed her eyes. Clay fell gently along her shoulder with his front talons. It was easy to find the spot where the bone had slipped out of its socket. He touched it lightly until he was sure where it was and where it needed to be. Then he grabbed and shoved the bone into place in one quick, strong movement. Ow! Tsunami roared. ringing back. Her powerful tail whipped around and slammed clay into the thickest of prickly bushes. 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 Sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Clay yelped, floundering free. I really thought that would work, he stopped. Tsunami was turning in a circle, flexing and extending both wings. It looked perfectly perfectly matched again. It did work, she said. It's a little sore, but I can move it now. Pretty fierce, Clay. Pretty fierce, Clay. She helped disentangle his tail from the branches. Sorry I whacked you. Clay opened his mouth to respond, but Tsunami suddenly seized his mouth and held it shut. She raised one talon, her ears twitching. Was that, she whispered. Clay tried to swivel his head around, but Tsunami's grip was too tight. He strained his ears to listen. Something was crashing through the forest toward them. That's the end of chapter 9. Hope you guys enjoyed. And hope you guys continue to enjoy my podcast. Thank you guys for listening. It's a great help. Bye.